Golf News RI presents The Golf Dudes Podcast Here are the dudes Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Golf Dudes Podcast Happy Thursday, hope everyone's having a great week And uh, looking forward to the uh, weekend of nothingness because there are no sports this weekend. Literally, <laughs> just talking about this before we start started recording. Um, but anyway, everyone, anyway, hope everyone's having a great uh, day, great week. Uh, Mr. Rich, how are you doing today, buddy boy? We're in it. We're in the dog days of winter. I got my uh, I got my round in on Sunday, which was which was great. But now we're gonna we're gonna be feeling it this weekend. No sports, and it's supposed to be brutally cold. Um, so yeah. We gotta get we gotta get through this because it'll be back in the forties next week, which will be nice. How did you how did your round go on Sunday? Not bad, not bad. Couldn't get off the tee. I was very I was tight. I was pounding my irons. How um, many layers did you wear? It wasn't that I know it wasn't that cold. No, it was nice. It was um like three the first like four holes the sun was out and then it started getting cloudy and a little bit windy. I only wore I wore a um, college shirt and I started out with a sweatshirt, but then I changed to like a like a windbreaker, like a th- quarter zip windbreaker for the rest of the day. It got, it got a little bit chilly at the end. We, we ended up playing 18, but um, around like one o'clock cause we didn't tee off till like nine 40 or 10 o'clock. Um, it definitely got, it definitely got a little bit chilly on the last couple holes, it, but it wasn't bad. Um, course is in good shape. Obviously the putting putt, you can't really putt because there's shit all over the greens, but, um, but yeah, not bad. I, if I have to say it probably like high eighties, which isn't bad. Um, yeah, it was just good to get out there, get out of the house. I mean, I've been spent the past like what six or seven, eight Sundays in the house, which was awful. So um, it's good to you know split uh, split it up a little bit. Absolutely, I haven't played around since uh, like November, but <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but there's certainly been some opportunities and some nice days. And uh, so, yeah, so that's good. Uh, I should tell you that the Golf Dudes podcast is presented by Lynx Drinks. Lynx Drinks is best known for their transfusion in a can. Transfusion, of course, is vodka, ginger ale, and grape juice, all mixed up into one refreshing beverage. Of course, Lynx Drinks has two other flavors, the front nine and the back nine, or the back nine and the front nine, whichever you prefer. And so check those flavors out at country clubs and liquor stores near you. They had a successful week down at the big PGA show down in florida so uh congrats to them on their week and also congrats to our friends at pinned golf who also had uh, a big week down there from what i hear so congrats to all of them and we thank link strings of course uh for the support of the golf news podcast streaming on the golf news ri podcast network which you can also find now on apple and spotify so uh thanks to everybody for uh listening to the uh, audio versions of the podcast i know uh, that's a lot easier for people when they're driving in their car. Uh, just turn you know turn the podcast on, whatever it is, whether it's us or the Expand Your Brand podcast, uh, which they had a big episode yesterday. So uh, super exciting stuff. And again, thanks to everybody for their support. A big week, a uh, busy week, content-wise and news-wise uh, for for the golf world, you know, the Ryland golf world anyway. Uh, the schedule tournament schedule is out and that has caused a lot of um, reaction among uh, locals and uh, amateur golfers. Uh, first we broke on Sunday 
that the Ryan Open is going to be played in Connecticut at Connecticut National. Makes uh, sense, right? So, so there was that. So that story has done dozens and dozens of comments, uh, sparked tons of conversation uh, about clubs hosting, local clubs hosting uh, tournaments and stepping up to host tournaments. Uh, people were kind of, I, people were mad. Hasn't, that, hasn't Connecticut National done that before? Stepped up and hosted a probably well there so so Connecticut, so Connecticut National is a Riga member club because it's like so close. Oh, just like okay. just like Ledgemont is, just like us. Uh, that makes sense. Crestwood is. Um, so and, and I've never been to Connecticut National. I hear it's very nice. Oh, it is. It's nice. Um, it's so, a nice track. And I don't think and nobody was like dumping on Connecticut National. It wasn't that wasn't the point. It's just people were just like, mad we're, about a Rhode Island, a Rhode Island Open party. being held in Connecticut. <laughs> It's of like all the, friggin' tournaments too, it has principle. it in the name. It has it's it in the principle. Is it the principle thing? Um, so that generated tons of comments on our Facebook post, um, on my personal Facebook post, and on the Golf News RI page. Um, and it's brought great conversation. Um, not that I agree with everything everybody said necessarily, but it was great conversation back and forth to figure out what you know what a fix is to this problem. And then so so that was that. That's still going on. I, we got comments again, you know, today about it, um, or on that post. And that was from Sunday. It's now Thursday, so that's still going on. And then, yes, on Wednesday, uh, the Rally and Golf Association released the tournament schedule for the year. The women's tournament schedule looks pretty good, uh, as we reported first. Uh, the women's am is going to be at Kirkbray, uh, which is exciting, mostly for me. It's like roll right out of bed and walk down the street, uh, and then they have a couple other tournaments to have a. a Chairman of Wadamoyset and uh, a couple of different places. So, uh, so the women's schedule looks exciting. That looks pretty complete. Then you go to the men's side, and half of the schedule is TBD. Um, so right now they don't have a place for the Ryan Four Ball, and they have uh, the Junior Am is still in, in flux once again, just like it was last year. Um, the first rounds are played. The first the qualifier, stroke play qualifier, and round one is is currently to be determined and then the second round and the rest of the tournament is going to be played at i can't think of the name oh maybe legemont but either way so lots of tbds and um so that was unfortunate uh i really think in you know um and from what i'm from what i'm told and people i've talked to over the last few days including some of the top amateurs in the state uh and it's just a, a issue where local clubs don't necessarily want to step up and and host host these tournaments and uh you know riga's you know i don't know what i don't, I don't know the politics of it all of course um but uh, that seems like an issue and there's numerous tournaments if you looked at the actual schedule there's numerous tournaments on the men's side that say tbd uh and you know uh, and i'm sure it'll be fixed perhaps they have some courses in mind um but that seems like an issue and it's an issue that uh, was brought to light on our Facebook page first uh, through the Connecticut National story, and now uh, it's uh, in the in the limelight of okay, what what's the going what's going on here? What's the issue? I mean, obviously, all these clubs are filled to the brim with members, right? I mean, tea times are full, uh, and you know, obviously, these clubs aren't necessarily getting anything out of hosting these tournaments because no one's exactly. going to watch. Obviously, the players aren't necessarily drinking because they're playing real golf. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no fans going there to watch. To, uh, so, to so I don't know. I don't know. That's a, a solution for it. 
uh, Golf News Ride would love to help be part of a solution if there is one. Again, I don't know the politics of it, so I don't want to necessarily throw people under the bus here. Um, but it was pretty. I'm fairly certain. I'm fairly certain that was one of the reasons why Riga put in a bid for tricks. For sure, absolutely. So that they could have one one course they could depend on and rely on a good course. Triggs is a very good course. Yeah. Um, in shape all the time. Fantastic fantastic course. But that that was the main reason behind Riga putting a bid in was so that they could have one standalone course, course that they could they could fall back to if 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 shit hits the fan like it is right now. So and by the way, Triggs wasn't on the schedule either, which goes back to a story that I was curious about going through the bidding process as if that relationship is going to, you know, kind of fall apart. So I don't know if that's why they're not on the schedule. I know Triggs just hosted the the uh, Riley Midian last year that uh, Larry LaFouche won. So they did just host a tournament. And I know I'm sure they have the weeklies and stuff of that nature. So perhaps that was more of the reason, but uh, Triggs wasn't on the schedule for those of you that are interested in that side of the story. Uh, so uh, lots of questions with the scheduling. Obviously, there's still time. Um, it's only February. Uh, to be honest, I'm not. I'm I'm surprised that they put the schedule out with that many blank spot spaces. You know, I don't know why. I mean, maybe well, maybe just the done. dates. Maybe they just want the dates so people yeah. can get out of work and, you know, school or whatever, you know, right. whatever, the, the whatever's happening. I think the register, yeah. parents have to register soon. So that was probably part of it as well. But, you know, there's so many. I would love to get my tournament like... schedule. I would love to get my tournament schedule months in advance so I could just send the whole <laughs> lot to, yeah. to Scott and be done yeah. with it. No, like, I mean, these that, are the, these are the days we need to prepare for. That's definitely part of it, and they'm sure they, uh, you know, the major some of the, a lot of the most of the major tournaments they have filled. Obviously, the stroke play, things at Valley, um, Kirk Briss hosting a U.S. Open qualifier again, uh, in May, so that's going to be really exciting. I had a ton of fun at that last year, it took forever, but I had tons of fun anyway. Um, and then the the Ryan Amateur is going to be at Montop, uh, so another another drive, uh, so uh. I think they, they still have spots for the medium and uh, and they're looking for a four ball. Um, I think the U.S. the U.S. four ball qualifiers at Point Judith, which is pretty nice. Um, the U.S. amateur four ball thing, uh, and then they there's no U.S. amateur qualifier yet, but that's that's through the USGA though. I think the USGA announces that stuff, and they kind of work with Riga through the clubs. So I'm not sure that's necessarily a Riga thing. Um, as far as those, though, I think that comes from the USGA because the USGA announced uh, uh, last week that Kirk Bray was hosting the local qualifier here. I got that from the USGA. So I think that's the US stuff goes through the USGA. That's my understanding of it. So so that was the big news of the week. Um, lots of questions. Uh, again, tons of interaction on our page, which has been great. I've obviously been monitoring the comments just to make sure no one says anything, you know, really bad but no one has obviously uh, it's been a great conversation it's sparked great conversation and uh i don't know what will come with it um, but that certainly seems to be an issue uh, at the moment uh, that uh you know local courses aren't necessarily stepping up to to host tournaments or support uh the Rhode Island golf association so i get i don't know necessarily the solution i don't know the politics of it but that is the issue that uh golf is dealing with inner island so that is that um that's the biggest story of the day the other story um davis chatfield is in the corn ferry tour today and he's currently not in good shape 
uh, in Panama. He's tied for 97th at six over par. Um, so, uh, not great, Jim. Uh, hopefully, he not, turns around this, not great, Jim. And hopefully, turns around in the second round. Obviously, it's first round. Um, uh, not great. I don't know how course, the course, how tough the courses are, or whatever. But uh, so hopefully, he turns around. He still has six more, uh, five more tournaments to go. There's eight uh, tournament exemptions. So um, the 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 struggles and the battle continues. And obviously, hey, no one says it's gonna be easy. Uh, so and it isn't. Um, but he's we'll keep track of his round. Um, it's cool to see Patrick play last week at the U in the uh, at Torrey Pines. He missed the cut. The second round, they had tons of wind, I guess, and that really messed him up on the north course at Torrey Pines. Um, but he played well in the first day. He was on TV a bunch, which was cool. So uh, good for him. And of course, college golf season uh, starts short, uh, shortly. So uh, that's exciting. And they already started. They had the Southwest. Was the Southwest Intercollegiate on Golf Channel this past week, or Southwest Invitational? Um, so, um, so yeah. golf people are golfing somewhere, Rich. We're just not golfing just yet. <laughs> we should move our headquarters down south for the winter. <laughs> hey. I'm in. We'll join. Uh, we'll join. What's his face? Bacon and uh, uh, John Eau Yeah, Dion Claire's. <laughs> Yeah, so that's kind of where we are on a local front. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, on the PGA Tour side of things, obviously, Liv is getting started in just a few in like a week or two. Uh, so that'd be interesting to see what they look like. Uh, I know Carlos Ortiz just joined them, um, he's gonna be on uh, with Joaquin Neiman and that team. And then uh, PJ's water at, at Pebble Beach this week. It's always cool to watch. Not that it's a great field. I mean, Speed is playing, um, but it's always cool to watch just to see Pebble Beach and the uh, the the sights and and sounds of it. Uh, my dad just played there like two weeks ago, so uh, <laughs> so they survived that major storm. So uh, and then the big news this morning broke by Golf Week that the WGC Match Play Championship is not going to be at Austin Country Club anymore down in Texas. And now I guess according to Golf Week. That tournament's in trouble as far as not even mm. being in existence anymore. So that'd be that'd be too bad. I really I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed that tournament. The match play portion of it was different. Oh, the match play was great. Uh, it, it was different. It was not so not something that you see all the time. Uh, so hopefully they find a place to uh to host that tournament. TPC Boston would be a great place to host. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but uh, I always enjoyed that tournament again. Just the. It was different. It wasn't the stroke, regular stroke play. It was match play. It was, you know, the bracket, you know, the whole thing. So, yep. we'll see what comes up with that. Um, but uh, that's kind of the the golf world in summary, uh, pretty much, uh, as uh, we move through the, like you said, the, the dog days of, of winter here, about a month left of winter. Uh, we always, you and I have played at least one or two rounds in March every year. So hopefully, yeah, there's always that two week stretch or like one week stretch where it's like 55 or 60 every year. So that'll be nice if we can, uh, like I said, it, it's, it's supposed to be absolute shit on Saturday, but it's supposed to be like 43 Sunday. And then it goes, it stays steady in the, I think it's supposed to be like 40, 
like 48 on Tuesday or Wednesday. Like, it's crazy. It's it's absolutely nuts. This is the, probably one of the craziest winters I've I've been part of. Mm-hmm. But the good news is there's been no snow yet. Oh, so, please. So that's good. Like I'll Not take I'll take the cold I'll take the cold temperatures. Just don't give me any freaking snow, please. As long as there's no, it continues to be little to to no snow. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good. So that's where we're, that's where yeah, we're going. I, I'm definitely fine with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, all right, early uh, early Super Bowl picks or, or thought thoughts on last weekend. Um, last weekend I thought. Uh, well, first off, did you see what did you see what Arian Foster said to Barstool about the NFL being rigged? Yeah, I mean, that was silly. <laughs> Oh, but it was just like the ending to that Chiefs game. I mean, that that fourth quarter was atrocious. Like that whole game was atrocious by the refs. Just terrible. Like, yeah, I mean, the, it was a bad weekend for the refs. You had the the Celtics oh, Lakers call. Oh, dude, no, please, please. And then, and then he asked like a moron after that. But uh, oh, God, and then he had the the foot the football games uh, that were were all a mess. And obviously, the the 49ers can't keep a quarterback healthy. So I don't know what they're doing or what, but every quarterback they have gets hurt. Uh, the kid they brought in, Josh Johnson, he's been in the league yeah. for 13 years. He literally yeah. had no idea what he was doing, which was kind of yeah, embarrassing of on his part. Um, <laughs> and then, um, and you, know, then you had Jimmy, Jimmy G with his shitty and grin on the sidelines. You see that? Yeah, he was yeah. just sitting there like this. He's like, yes, the season's <laughs> over. I can move on now. Uh, and then the Tam- and he, the he was supposed, he was supposed to play in that game too. Yeah, he's supposed to be back for that game, but I think he said, "You know what? You guys had a better chance of losing without me." Right? Uh, maybe, maybe the Bucks will sign him. <laughs> I don't know if they're looking to rebuild or not, but there's, well, there's they, got, they got rid of they got rid of what's his face. They don't have an OC anymore. Yeah, um, Leftwich. Leftwich, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so maybe maybe the Patriots will bring him back. You never know. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Gonna need something, and then, and then the chief, then the Chiefs game. Yeah, I mean the refs. Uh, the two calls I didn't understand were the how the Chiefs got like multiple third downs and not third and nine. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what happened there. And then the play where the guy reaches over to try to get the first down, he clearly doesn't get it. Yeah, like what the hell? Somehow that call is overturned, and he gets it. So those are the two calls I didn't understand. I thought the push on Mahomes was obviously it was a penalty. Oh, oh, that was that was just. I mean, you can't. It yeah, sucks, you but you, you can't do that. I mean, I mean, he was he was out of you bounds by like two feet before yeah. he even got touched. I'm like, yeah. what the? You can't, what you can't do, do that. What are you that doing? Dude? It I, sucked I, I, that's how the game ended. But I mean, anybody anybody yeah. complaining on that call? I mean, if that was Brady, you would have wanted that call. If that was Mac Jones, you would want that call. He was so like he was like, so yeah. out of bounds. It was just it was it was more surprising than anything. I wasn't mad that it was no. I don't think anybody was mad that it was called a penalty. I'm mad. I think people were surprised that it happened, like yeah. because he was so far out of bounds. Like you know, yeah. But then, but then you also look at it too, like, and they made I and I'm not, you know, I'm not taking credit for this, but on the radio they were saying on sports like radio they were saying that if you're Zach Taylor of the Bengals, why would you why would you punt right down the middle? Why wouldn't you kick that ball to the sidelines? Because they side. gave, yeah. remember that they whoever kicked. Excuse me. Whoever returns for the Chiefs, I don't know the guy's name, but whoever returns for the Chiefs, he he ran like a twenty-five, ran like 25, 30 yards back. Yeah. But yeah. right there, you already set up Mahomes for to do something. Yeah. 
you know, why would you know, like they said on the radio, why wouldn't you kick that ball like, to the sideline and just let them stop from their own, you know, 20 yard line, whatever. I don't know what the yardage is, whatever yeah, yeah. it was, instead of just giving them like a, a free return. So that was a coaching second guess. And then Burrow, you know, to be fair, he had the ball and a chance to go down the field and score. He had third and three, and he throws a deep bomb down the right side, and it's deflected and it's picked off. I never understood why quarterbacks do that. Like, why don't you just pick up the yardage? Even He had the yards. To, he, he threw it right at the line of scrimmage. Like, dude, you got like 20 yards of, of green in front of you. Like, yeah, go. that too. Uh, so I never understood why quarterbacks do that, why they throw it deep down the field when you just need to pick up three or four yards. I know obviously it's one thing it was third and ten or third and you know, obviously it's different. But yeah, just pick up the yardage and move move the ball forward. Uh, yeah. So so you know, obviously the refs were bad, but the Bengals still had a chance to Oh no, no. Them. They they yeah, oh yeah, they they did it to themselves. But um uh I I it pains me to say this. I think Philly rolls, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know rolls. I mean, rolls is strong. I think by I think by ten. Really? I mean, it depends yeah. on how Jalen Hurts plays. I mean, Jalen Hurts wasn't terrific. True. Yeah. You know, and he's you know you you have the whole never been there before thing, and yeah. uh, you know. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, you got you got him, and uh, what's his face? Mm-hmm. Uh, Devonta. Uh, Devonta, who's his? What's his? What's his last Smith. name? Devonta Smith and. Um, AJ Brown. I don't think any one of them has ever been to the Super Bowl. So their 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 um their core is rookie based anyway. So we'll mm. see. And hopefully, I mean, I'm hoping it's a good game. I think I think for Mahomes, he has to he has to win this one. I think it's a big yeah one and two Leg- Super Bowls. Legacy legacy wise, yeah. Probably. Legacy wise. Well that's all I'm that's all that I care about. That's, I mean he's, everyone's talking about him like he's this gonna be this and he is a great player. Um but you know, you gotta you can't go one and two in Super Bowls. Uh but you know, hey, is you never know. Um so so yeah, so that's in uh, a couple of weeks. And then of course you have the Phoenix Open. What a week in Arizona. That place is going to burn down. Like, <laughs> oh, as soon as the Phoenix Open ends, it, the, the Super Bowl starts. Like, Literally. holy crap. <laughs> I don't know how close the course is to the, to the, to the stadium, but expect the least. I think it's all on the, all, all in like a general, a general area. Yeah. I think it could be. I don't know. Yeah. But, not exactly, not exactly walking distance, but it, I think it's pretty close. Yeah. Well, expect the least. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. So that's going to be on our bucket list too. We got to go to the. We got to go to the Phoenix Open. Phoenix Open. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. Maybe that, somewhere somewhere down the road we'll go mm. to uh, go to the Phoenix Open. We'll get we'll get media credentials for the Phoenix Open. You know. That'd be nice. A media company from Rhode Island probably should be in Phoenix for the tournament. Anyways, <laughs> we'll make sense. it. We'll make. We'll make it work. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but yeah, uh, uh, but uh, so yeah, so that's going on in the sports world. Uh, obviously, not a ton of going on in golf, but there are a handful of things uh, to uh, that we discussed. And uh, let's take a quick commercial break. We'll come back. We'll do some more uh, other sports takes and thoughts. I know uh, Rich is happy that the Bruins finally got back on the winning streak. True, uh, and 
heartbreaker for PC basketball last night. So we'll get into some of that as well. And then we'll uh, wrap this puppy up. This is the Golf Dudes Podcast. Be right back. Uh, Billy Andre joins the show. Billy, thanks so much for doing this. And uh, we appreciate yeah. you taking the time. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited. I'm very excited to be joined by an 11-time Emmy Award winner. And that is Armin Katayan. Massachusetts Women's Amateur Champion, Allison Pake. The, the days of the country club just being golf and maybe one amenity are gone. Uh, unfortunately, Metacomet didn't doesn't have those. He has a very rare, uh, very rare condition called Kyphal scoliotic ehlers danlos syndrome, and at the time of diagnosis, there was only 60 documented cases in the world. I mean, we legitimately played the last four holes at Newport National. You could not see 50 yards. And welcome back to the Golf Dudes Podcast presented by Lynx Drinks. Again, check out Lynx Drinks at liquor stores and country clubs near you. They're in about 20 clubs across the state. And uh, they're in multiple, multiple states across the country. So wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this from, go to your local club or store and uh, ask for Lynx Drinks. And so then thanks to Lynx Drinks for their support. Uh, we started the show talking about some of the scheduling issues for uh, Ryan Golf and some of the uh, the conversation and things that have uh, transpired over the last uh, few days with regards to the tournament schedule. Uh, really uh, interesting uh, situation, but unfortunate situation, obviously, as well, because uh, right now there's a numerous tournaments, men's tournaments specifically, uh, and junior tournament that don't really have places to play at this very moment. Now, obviously, it's only February. People have obviously there's plenty of time to step up, but at least from the schedule that was released yesterday on Wednesday, um, it's uh, a lot of blank spaces. So hopefully clubs step up and, and fill those gaps and host a tournament for a day or two, whatever it is. Um, thankfully, all the tournaments that are on there are not uh, week-long things. The amateur is already filled. Uh, and so other than and the juniors, the junior one is the only one that's uh, week-long, but there's only a, there's only so many kids, and they're usually out of the way by, you know, noon, <laughs> if if even if even that late. So hopefully, uh, clubs step up, and and specifically specifically clubs in Rhode Island step up, and host uh, host tournaments, uh, so they don't necessarily need to have the Ryan Open at Connecticut National again, because <laughs> um, I just think that's just a a bad look. But I mean, what are you gonna do? Uh, if all the clubs aren't stepping up to host, then they Said they would host it. I mean, you gotta you gotta fill the gaps at some point. Uh, so, and Connecticut National is very nice. I I know I've been there. Here it's very yeah, nice. it's nice. Um, so uh, credit to them. It's just not an ideal look uh, for for riding golfers, in my opinion. Um, so there's that. So that's what we started the, most of the show with. Uh, Davis Chaff is on the Corn Ferry Tour. We'll have a re there's a recap up from him his day uh, right now on golfnewsri.com. Uh, so check that out. It wasn't pretty. Hopefully has a big bounce back uh, tomorrow on Friday down in Panama. We also spent some time talking about the PGA Tour at Pella Beach, live golf getting started. Uh, how about this new rule that the PGA Tour just uh, put in, I guess, that they can now ban non-members? 
I saw that so, yesterday. Yeah. So now you can they can ban members, but now you, you can ban, ban non-members. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of that seems kind of weird. I mean, yeah, it's you got you can't you have to wait a year. So if you played in the in right, the tournament today, you have to right. wait for wait a year, which I I I don't know. I this is just getting this is just getting stupid now. Yeah, it was it was it was interesting when it first when we first when it first broke, but now this this is just getting dumb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, it's getting annoying now because that was all in the court. I still think parts of it are still interesting. Um, Phil Mickelson has been super active on Twitter <laughs> recently, uh, with all kinds of different stuff. I still think some parts of it are interesting, but generally speaking, it's kind of becoming more annoying now than anything else. And you kind of just want them just to, you know, figure out a way for both tours to coexist, let Liv do what Liv is doing, and the PGA Tour can do, you know, what the PGA Tour does. Um, and it looks like the majors are staying out of it, which is good. Uh, yeah, they, they, like, they're going to have to learn to coexist. I mean, it's just, it's just what, it's just the deal now. You know what I mean? Uh, absolutely. So uh, that is, uh, I know Liv starts in a couple of weeks down at Mayakoba, and the PJ Tour is at Pebble Beach this week for the AT&T Pro Am, and then they're in the big Phoenix Open next week with the stadium, stadium hole. I'm sure they'll be holding ones maybe. Uh, so that was always a fun tournament to watch for sure. And they always have, they always have a, a decent field. So, um, uh, so yeah, so, um, and what a win for Max Homa last week. That was, that he's, was, uh, he's uh, an absolute stud now. He's in the stud, he's in the stud realm now. Uh, yeah, for sure. So, uh, so did, you see, did you see he won, he won $1.5 million, then went to a skins game the next day, won 400 yeah. bucks. Yeah, yeah, I saw that somebody tweeted uh, Monday Q info tweeted that out. Such uh, a boss funny. move. <laughs> um, I, uh, I hope he donated the four hundred bucks. I don't think he. Needed. I would. I would assume he did, right? Uh, I don't know. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Uh, but yeah, so uh, pretty, pretty funny. So good for him. He seems like a cool guy. I know he watched. I watched him on the on four plays uh, in their match that they had. He was pretty funny. Uh, so, uh, and I thought his interview he gave when he, they had him mic'd up during the round was kind of cool. Uh, they played Bob. They played cool. Bob does sports too. Yeah. Um, so he missed shooting a fifty nine by I think a putt. He missed one putt. Oh well. But yeah, I like that. I like having the um the AirPod in the ear when they're walking and stuff like that. I think that I think that's one good thing that what was that was that CBS or was it the PGA in general? CBS. CBS. Yeah. That was that was that was very good. Um, they need to they need definitely need to do that more. Yeah, well, uh, John Rom said on uh, the most recent episode of Foreplay that they asked him to do it next week. Uh, right. So, be, but he said he's not sure if he wants to do it. Um, but yeah, you, know, uh, you know, we'll see. But I think it's good. I think it's good to get into the to the minds of some of these guys. And see what they're kind of thinking, and obviously you have to be careful because again, they're, you know, they're playing for something and they're trying to win. So obviously, yeah. there's, you know, a line that CBS, is, I'm sure, knows is aware of. Um, but I thought what what they did with Homo was kind of cool. I felt bad because the next day they had um, Sam Ryder's mother and uh, Amanda uh, Balionis there was interviewing Sam Ryder's mother. Ryder, of course, was leading the tournament. And so she's interviewing the mother, like walking down the fairway. 
and then a rider ends up like crapping his pants and losing. So that was, I mean, it was a cool, it was a nice interview, like, I don't know, but it was yeah. too, the final result didn't pan out to what his mother was hoping for, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, so, um, but yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, other things you had with the Bruins win over the Maple Leafs, now they go on all-star break. The Rangers. Yeah, it's a little, like it's going to be a nice, a nice, uh, a nice, a, a good, nice break for us instead of harping on a what four-game losing streak. Um, I definitely didn't. I didn't expect them to come out like that. Um, so it's it was nice. Uh, I definitely expected them to to crap their pants again. But yeah, it was good. Um, hell of a hell of a start to the uh, the hell of a end to the first half. Um, yeah, now we just got to get uh, DeBrusque back, which I can't believe I I would have never said in my entire life. But yeah, we get him back healthy. I think he's starting. Yeah, I think he's supposed to start to skate this weekend, so that's going to be good. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Well, I got PC PC hockey sucks, so I got the I got PC basketball to look forward to. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's about that. Heartbreaker last night for PC basketball. I thought Bynum was going to make that shot. I mean, it was down, dude. It was down, and it just kicked back. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. People were saying on Twitter that they should have just played for the tie, but, you know, I mean, you're in overtime. You might as well go. You're on overtime on the road. May as well throw the dagger, right? You have have a shot. You got a a legit shot off to win it. I I don't really have a a Like you said, like you said, that play, the play to get him open was fantastic. Yeah. And uh, he, he thought he made the shot. Um, so, uh, but uh, tough loss, but they'll be all right. They have eight, eight games left. Five of them are at home, uh, and one of the road games is at Georgetown, which doesn't even count. There'll be more PC fans there than than Georgetown. That's not saying much. No. <laughs> Georgetown has basically been playing in an empty arena for most of the most of the season because no one goes to the games because uh, they, so, they play at Madison Square Garden, right? Georgetown. Yeah. No, that's they're in Washington. They're in DC. Oh, DC. That's right. I'm an idiot. Yeah, I was thinking of St. John's. <laughs> yeah, St. John's sometimes plays in Madison Square Garden. That's that's what I, I was thinking of St. Yeah. John's. I'm an idiot. Um, no, I think I think unfortunately I think PC plays St. John's at Karnasaka Arena, which is a tough place to play. Used once in a while they played them at Madison Square Garden, and Cooley's always used that as like a as like a test run for the biggest tournament to get for the tournament. Yeah, playing, yeah. Playing at the Garden, playing on the floor, you know, the bright lights, whatever. Um, but unfortunately, the last couple of years have been playing at Karnasaka Arena, uh, which is a crappy little gym, but it's a tough place to play. Uh, so, oh, speaking of, um, I'm on I'm on Golf Galaxy, and I just saw pickleball. So apparently, we're we're doing pickleball. Everybody's done to the pickleball thing. We're doing pickleball at the King this summer. So I don't yeah, know I where. Po- how... I saw they posted a picture. I'm assuming he's going to clean up the he's going to clean up the tennis courts behind five. I'm assuming that's what's going to happen. Um, and, yeah, I got the email last week. So Yeah. They posted something something on Instagram. So while we're yeah. seeing off on five, there might be people uh, playing pickup pick behind us, screaming and yelling and causing a ruckus. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That'll go over well. <laughs> I, may, I may have to pick up pickleball this summer. It's a big way to get in shape, I hear. I mean, no not, sure, that I right? not that I have any experience, but <laughs> I guess that'd be a way to get in shape, I guess. If yeah. you want to. Um, uh, so, call, up Larry, yeah. call up Larry Fitzgerald. He'll, he'll 
kick your ass. Yep. But yeah, so that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting to see what he uh how he does that, what he does, you know, if it's just gonna be, you know, sit, uh, get go there and play or he's gonna have tournaments or something like that. So it's gonna well, be it probably cool. depends on the interest level, right? I mean it probably depends yeah. on how much interest there is, I'm assuming. Yeah. So that's number one. Um but yeah. Uh so yeah, well, uh if you don't have anything else. Uh, we can uh, get the sh- the show on the road. Let the people get back to their livelihoods, and uh, yeah. So uh, a couple of quick things. Obviously, we have we have a chat field recap up on golfnewsri.com. Uh, thanks everybody for uh, tuning in to the Golf News Podcast on the Golf News RI Podcast Network, uh, which is of course sponsored by our friends at Vintage Cigar Lounge, and uh, they're uh, we're super excited for the season to get started because we're gonna do Cigar of the Week uh, every every week a video little video segment like a minute long-ish. Uh, so they're really excited for that. They're excited to work with us, and we thank them for uh, for supporting Golf News R.I. and for also supporting the Expand Your Brand podcast, which streamed on Wednesdays on the Golf News R.I. podcast. Now we've had a really great episode yesterday with Mike Hamilton. Really cool conversation. They smoked some good cigars. Hamilton told a cool Tom Brady story uh, that he has from the U.S. Amateur. Uh, and they talked about everything from golf to PC basketball and everything else in between. So uh, really good stuff. I'm really a huge fan of their, that podcast. I think they, Jeff and Austin really uh, are on to something with it. So I'm hoping they invite me as a guest one of these days, <laughs> um, but we'll see. But I'll, anyway. definitely, I'll definitely be on. I, I like to smoke cigars. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, so check out the Expand Your Brand podcast. Uh, again, I'm a huge fan of it. The first episode they had a um, a guy who owns I uh, I can't think of his name, Dim Woody, who owns a veterinarian clinic, and he also plays golf. He's also the wrestling coach at Westerly High School. So the you know, point of it is to expand people's brands and show that they're more than what they are, you know, whatever in their life. So huge fan of it, but it's doing really well and uh, super. Good job by Jeff and Austin putting that together. And we're happy to have it on our network. So that's great. So anyway, uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll have you covered throughout the weekend with other news that happens, whether it's professional or amateur or somewhere in between. And I know um, the dog days of winter, so people are still playing golf. College golf is starting. We have a handful of guys going down to Florida playing the Gasparilla uh, Invitational, including Mike Hamilton. So we'll be following that. That's, a, that's still a few weeks away, but uh, we have that covered as well. So anyway, uh, thanks to everybody for tuning in. Hope you all have a great rest weekend. Thanks to all the support and everyone that follows us on golfnewsri.com and on social media platforms. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend.